What's good, my peoples? What's good, folks? Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of the Boy Meets World podcast, and I am your host, Dion Music. All right, y'all. So I want to welcome all y'all back um, for all my um, loyal listeners. And if you're new to the show, welcome, welcome, and uh, welcome. Clap it up one time, two times, two times. All right, y'all. So y'all know it's been a lot going on on social media, and we're going to get right into it because you know I don't like to have you hold, hold on to y'all too long, right? So it's been a lot going on on Club Shay Shay, on Club Shay Shay, and, um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to get into some things, right? All right, so y'all know Monique. This is like this is like my auntie. This is like this is like you know I don't know. I feel some some kind of way. I feel connected to her, right? I grew up with her, right? So Monique been on. Monique was just on Club Shay Shay, and um, she kind of, I think she kind of followed in the right footsteps of Cat Williams. I feel like you know I got a lot of truth from her, but I also feel like there was just certain things that she kept just bringing up. And guess what? I guess. I understood why. And, um, you know, she made it clear that, you know, guess what? I'm going to keep talking about this until, you know, somebody says something, right? All right, so we're going to get right into the first clip because I got I got a few things for y'all, all right? Um, so this is, this is where her and D.L. Hughley, so her and D.L. Hughley, they have, like, this kind of, like, rivalry. And I wouldn't say a beef. It's just, a, it's just like, kind of like a brother and sister just like, you know what? I don't understand you right now. You don't understand me. I, um, you know, comedy is like a big family thing. So this was the the thing where it all started from. It started from the radio show. And um, I'm going to get into this clip where she's going to explain it. So y'all check it out. We're going to get back into it. And there's a brother named D.L. Hughley. Yeah. And until he take accountability, I won't let it go. What? Because. What would you get ready to say? I was going to say, what did D.L. do? Let me tell you. <laughs> Baby, that voice went up, didn't it? D.L. is friend. He like, that's my friend. No, I, I, I've met D.L. on several occasions. I don't know D.L. like that. Okay. Do, I, do I know D.L. say like I know an earthquake? No. Do I know, uh, since I've interviewed Cat, had several conversations with him, do I know D.L. on that level? No. Right. See, when we say family is sacred, right. family is sacred. And we know that you don't cross the line when it comes to family. Correct. Right? I do DL's t- uh, radio show. Yes. DL Hughley is not there. She about to get His into it. His team is there. And Shannon, we having a great time. I mean, baby, we having a great time. We going forward, back and forth. When we get to the end of the show, they say, <coughs> Monique, you want to play a game? Well, I want to play. I said, sure, Shaka. Let's play a game. And it's a game called Would You Rather. Oh. Okay. Now, Mona, you already you should have said I'm too old for this game. Wait a minute, we having fun, baby. <laughs> right? We having a good time, okay. Shannon. Okay. okay. We, I mean, it's the sister there and it's two other guys. We having a great time. It's okay. a beautiful Black Unity cookout. Okay. We having a good time. Okay. Would you say your wife was your family? Is that considered family? Yeah. So your husband is considered family, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Okay. So here we go. They said, Monique, we want to play a game of would you rather. Here you go. Let's go. Would you rather your husband sleep with Lee Daniels 
with a condom or Corinne Steffens without one. Oh, my God. Really, Monique? Now, as y'all are watching right now, okay. we haven't heard this story, y'all going, huh? they doing the same thing in the studio. They going, huh? okay. That is exactly what happened. Now. So I'm going to take a quick interjection on that because you know what? I do feel some kind of way about that. I don't feel like I get that that kind of relationship from Monique and Sydney where I feel like that would be one of the games I would want to play with them because I don't get that from them. So I feel like how you perceive people or how you feel like people even um, uh, um, go about to perceiving themselves on social media, that's the way you approach them, right? So I've never, like, coming out of your face to Monique and be like, oh, would you want your man to sleep with a man and this and that? Like, that's a little crazy to me because, like, at the end of the day, where do you get that from when you watch them two? I don't get that nowhere. I don't see that nowhere. I see black unity. I see black love. But where does this this um this 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 blur line come in? Where okay, yeah, we, it's a joke. But at the end of the day, you can't joke with everybody the way you think you can joke with everybody. And guess what? You don't know how nobody is going to perceive the joke, what you say. You don't know because guess what? They might not even really know each other. My thing is, my thing is also to, you know, like um, we're going to get back into this clip, but I just feel like it's just crazy because I would have never as a host or as a, as a, a personality, I would never come at certain people a certain kind of way because I would have too much respect and I would have too much just like yo you remind me of my family I can't kind of disrespect you um so yeah let's get back into it um that's basically where the beef started right so then they got into a point where they had you know um they had they 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 fell out and then they wound up getting on a bill of a same comedy show together, right? And then it became this whole other big thing of who was the headline, who was not the headline. And this is what we're going to get into. Another part of the clip, right? This is what happens. Check this out. We're going to get back into it. I was so goddamn excited. I was so motherfucking excited because I said, oh, a bitch is going back. A bitch is going back to the Fox Theater in motherfucking Detroit. When I tell you Detroit, y'all don't understand what the fuck I had to go through to stand in front of you beautiful motherfuckers tonight. Y'all don't understand the fight a bitch had to go through to stand in front of y'all tonight. Y'all don't understand I was ready to walk the fuck up out of here, but I said I can't let the people down of motherfucking Detroit because the promoters as raggedy as a motherfucker. Now, if you listen, she called out the promoters as well. People be like, oh, why she didn't call out the promoters? If you listen, you can see that she's obviously call, calling out the promoters. I don't fuck with nobody. I take pride in not fucking with nobody, nigga. But if you fuck with me, we're going to dance, nigga. We're going to do the two-step, nigga. And I feel the same way, Auntie Mo. In my whole motherfucking career, can't nobody tell you I ever started no shit with them. That ain't what the fuck I do. My heart would hurt if I tried to bully a motherfucker or start some shit with a motherfucker. But what niggas had to understand about me, I ain't for that Hollywood bullshit. If you cross the motherfucking line, Oprah, if you cross the motherfucking line, Tyler, uh -oh. I don't see you cool motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> 
Monique, let go and let go. <laughs> let go and let go. They have taught niggas to be so motherfucking fearful and just give it to God. Let go and let go. So I, I, I kept hearing the shit over and over and over again. So I said, well, let me let the shit go and let me give it to God. And you know what God did? He gave it right the fuck back. This what she get into it, y'all. So just be patient. We here, y'all rocking out, all right? That's Let's why they go. like me as a little girl, bitch, because I'm a towel. Bitch, I'm a towel. You out there kissing Petey on the playground, bitch. You nasty whore, we in the third grade, bitch. I'm going to tell. Yes, he pumped me, bitch, but nobody saw it. Oh, I'm a towel. See, I fucks with contracts. That's why niggas got a problem with me. If you sign the motherfucking contract, that's what the fuck it is. But they're so used to niggas fucking around with the contract and being nervous because they might lose an opportunity or a motherfucking chance. So they will redo the contract. I'm not a bitch who's going to redo the contract. If you sign the motherfucker, that's what the motherfucker is. Hey. So tonight, see, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to break it down for you, Detroit, because I would feel less than a motherfucking woman if I didn't let y'all know what the fuck was going on on this stage right now. So if my energy is a little different, nigga, because they got me fucked up. <laughs> They got me fucked up. They got me fucked up. So the contract. Oh, nigga. Y'all gotta see it. Alright, so I'ma get I'ma get back into it, but basically this whole incident was where um DL Hughley his name was, I guess, last on the list, but at the end of the day, contractually, Monique was the headliner, right? He never pulled out a receipt of saying that, oh, he signed as the headliner. All he was showing is just um, basically the lineup. And you know what's funny, though, too? Because he wound up coming. He came to the event at the end of the show, basically. So it basically kind of forced Monique to um, had, had to go first. Um, before him so he can kind of close out the show to make it look like he was the headliner but yeah that wasn't the case right so then he goes on to social media and then he says let me pull up this little uh piece of clip for y'all right so he says all you have to do is check the order of the names on the ticket stuff from last night and you'll see who's confused Against my better judgment, over the objection of my team and four other occasions where I said no, I decided to take a chance to work with Monique. Oprah was the pr the problem. Tyler was the problem. Charlemagne was the problem. Steve Harvey was the problem. Lee Daniel was the problem. Okay, let me catch my breath, y'all. Netflix was the problem. Now it's my turn. At some point, it's everyone else. It's you. Lessons learned. I didn't have anything personal against Monique. People paid a lot of money to laugh, not hear about your contract. Apparently, the role you played in Precious turned out to be, yeah. <laughs> He's throwing a little bit of shade. Your uh, autobiography. Ah, nah, dude. Okay, okay. So, yeah, that's basically what he responded to, right? Um, and then on, y'all know, y'all, just bear with me. We we got some time. We got some time to go. And then we're going to talk about the second incident. 
I said to the team, how does that uplift our community? I said, sister, and her name is Jasmine, how could you ask another sister that? Well, we just planned, I said, tell me the joke in that because I don't know what you're insinuating. Then you're involving people that have nothing to do with nothing. Now, also, it was a misconception what I found out that a lot of people were saying that she attacked his family, his daughter, his wife. And that was never even the case. I've been following this and I've been watching this whole thing since it started because I'm such I'm so in tune and such a fan of Monique that I've never seen her disrespect his family. Now, that's a way of insinuating and trying to bypass because now you're trying to get a security blanket from the folks. But no, take accountability and tell her what it is. She was calling you out and she was insulting you. Right. So basically, that's what it was. Now, they made a response video um, just because D.L. Hughley got on um, on uh, social media and he started going ham. So y'all check this out. Well, Club Shay Shay is getting messier and messier. Uh, it's almost like Wendy Williams didn't go anywhere. She just got a waist set. Um, <laughs> and so Monique was on. Every time I see Monique these days, she's on uh, doing some greasy-ass video with her and her daddy complaining about something or working out. I don't know nobody that work out that much and gain weight unless every crunch you do has got captain in front of it. But apparently she goes on Club Shay Shay and tells the story about how she came on my radio show and I wasn't there at the time. And uh, uh, my co-host, Jasmine Sanders, played a game that we played all the time with everybody called Would You Rather. She apparently was so offended by that that she says she got off, she called me. Monique did, and she said I was very dismissive, like, huh? Monique's a liar. When Monique did call me, I heard her, her complaints, I listened to her, and I pulled the segment. So if I had been as dismissive as she alleges I was, that segment would have aired. It didn't because I respected her wishes. She's a liar. It also befuddles the shit out of me how somebody who as a comedian talks as much shit about everybody else as she does. She has the temerity to be offended about anything as much shit as you say about people. I'm sorry, y'all, real quick, real quick, just because I'm watching the video. Y'all can't really see it. This dude, he looks just like the Cheeto dude with the, with the gray mustache, <laughs> with the little low cut, the sunglasses. What the fuck? <laughs> then she encouraged everybody. Uh, allegedly, it stems from the fact that I used to always talk shit about her on video after video. And she encouraged her sweet babies to look at the video and find them. Do that. Do exactly what she says. And you know what you're not going to find? You're not going to find any evidence of that because Monique is a fucking liar. She's lying about that. Oh, he's but mad what mad. you will find mad, mad. is Monique talking shit about some uh, alleged contract dispute we had. Look at the ticket. It says D.L. Hughley, then Monique. She knows the story. But what she did in response to that, she talked about my dog, my wife. This broad even bought out my daughter's personal trauma. My daughter was molested and Monique bought that shit out. And okay, I got to stop it right there because she did not bring it out. She reposted. She played everything that you did. She basically did things as you've done it. She didn't she wasn't the first one to say, "Oh, such and such blah blah blah." You were. So like, come on, this is this is this is what's crazy to me. Like how you got this black man trying to reverse things on this black woman, right? Now, all this stuff this black one this black woman has went through. Instead of you even trying to just even kind of meet at a medium, right? There's no medium with this guy. He wants to feel offended. He wants to feel like um like like oh his family was attacked, and that wasn't the case. But we're going to keep listening. Now, I've never really been a huge fan of DL. 
Okay? No. But I'm going to stick by my auntie now. You're, I'm going to stick by my auntie. <laughs> the world that I allowed my daughter to be raped in front of me. The lying motherfucker. She knows she was lying. Well, and it only know? stopped when everybody from my family checked her. It's interesting. You know what else you won't see Monique doing? You won't ever see a, her with her family, videos with her children or grandchildren, because nobody fucks with me. How do you have sweet babies when your own babies don't fuck with you? All right. Well, guess what, y'all? If y'all want to hear the rest of that clip, y'all might just going to have to go find it, because you know what? I don't even really kind of want to listen to the dude no more. Um, all I hear is... <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep y'all posted on this and um we're gonna be posting another episode um in the following week and we're gonna keep y'all bristle what's going on with this whole situation. Alright, so y'all stay tuned. Just make sure y'all tapped in right here, man, because y'all ain't getting this nowhere else. Alright. Please make y'all make sure y'all supporting the show because you know what I mean, you know, I gotta keep these bills going, keep these lights on, you heard. So now um, we're going to take, we're going to take it to the next subject, y'all. I want to get into this little Kanye West, uh, little clip that he posted because you know, Kanye West still is kind of like, Kanye West is one of the biggest artists, but he's having so many problems just with things. And you know what? It kind of reminds me of just like even the whole thing of what's going on with Nicki Minaj, but we're going to save that for another, um, topic, right? What they doing to Kanye is just like, it's a little weird. But let's get into this clip, y'all, and then we're going to get right into it. Yo, this Jay, we just sold out the United Center in seven minutes. And I just wanted to express to everybody out there to see if it's anyone that can help with this. It's the only arena that I had access to in the past year. And when I call, people say there's no avails for me. And you know why that is. So if there's anybody out there that can help with this, please do. So you hear that? So my guys out here on social media asking people to help them out, asking us, the fans, us, the underground artists, asking the independent artists, because guess what? The major labels and the major people and them corporations is not messing with Kanye West right now, all right? In fact, I know a party that they had um, over here in Jersey actually called um, something with the Vultures. So it's basically like a pre-party that they're trying to premiere their music. And that shit got shut down. Finito. And um it's sad. It's kinda just like crazy, like how could how they can just treat us and just do us as they please and then get our own people to turn against us is even more crazy. That's even more crazy, right? Um, so yeah, let's we're gonna keep an eye on Kanye West. And then before I get on up out of here, y'all, just because you know uh I took a little bit longer on that Monique thing than I wanted to, but it's all good because I know y'all was here with me. We're going to get into this last thing, right, which kind of upset at me. And um, I wanted to talk about this because it was the dumbest shit that I've ever heard. All right. So I want y'all to listen to this and then we're going to get into it. A grown-ass man working in a fast-food restaurant is okay. Something is wrong with you, all right? Anything in retail, okay? I don't want to see no grown-ass man handing me a dress, okay? Why are you a grown-ass man working at Ross? That makes absolutely no sense, okay? Target, Marshalls, like, guys, give it up. Leave these jobs to the kids. Leave these jobs to the teenagers. These are jobs you get in high school, in college. But once you're a grown-ass man, you do not need to be working in any fast 
Oh, fucking K. My thing is, now my thing is about this whole situation and what her whole mentality is, first of all, it's already so hard out here for us black men to try to get to any kind of bag without tr- without getting to a um a hindrance or a cap or this or that. And then now you mean to tell me I got my own black woman, right, who's supposed to be supporting me and supposed to be helping me grow. So guess what? If you don't feel like I need to be working there, then help me out of that. Help me achieve just the same way that guess what i'm gonna help you do certain things that you got to do right don't talk about it encourage me and and help me and maneuver me to where you know that guess what it's already hard out here for you so i'm gonna gonna make sure that you could do this for a little bit but you ain't staying here that's what i need At the end of the day, any grown-ass man working in retail and working in this and working in that is obviously, first of all, that's not even what we really want to do. That's not even what they 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 ambition is. Is Guess what? It's just what they have happened to get at right now. It's just, all right, boom, I got my hands on this because this was, this was the only thing that afforded me the opportunity. Everything else said no. Everything else said you don't qualify. Everything else say you're fake overqualified. So, boom, you know what? I got to start here, and then I got to build. I got to grow. I got to go. You get what I'm saying? That's what it's about. But you talking all that shit like, oh, you shouldn't be this, and you shouldn't be that. Well, you don't know the nigga's story. You don't know our story. Guess what? I've worked in retail, you know what I mean, for a little while. And guess what? As much as I didn't like it, I loved it, too, because I guess what? I was able to help people. I like making people laugh. I like just kind of helping people put things together so that was also fun fun but i never felt like working in retail yeah this is it for me hell no we don't think like that so with that being said i just want to say like yo i seen that video and i was like who the what the man my blood pressure got so high i was like nah (laughs) And I don't even let people get my blood pressure up, y'all, for real. But I was like, yo, there's no way. Like, damn, in my own home now, I got my black queen telling me, nigga, nah, you shouldn't be. Well, you know what? You go make me a, a full meal from start to finish, from scratch, breakfast to dinner, and then let me, let me, then, then let me see something. Because nowadays, the way y'all set up in 2024, y'all can't even cook fucking sides of food like for, let alone the full course meal y'all can't even cook the sides you ain't cooking no corn brussels sprouts you don't even know how to cook asparagus <laughs> all right y'all nah let me stop let me stop but for real for real all the jokes aside like nah we gotta do better with each other man all right but anyway y'all I truly, truly, truly appreciate y'all for rocking out with me on today's episode. Um, I'm actually getting ready for a show. We getting ready to go to New York City Fashion Week. Turn up. (laughs) 
Hey, y'all, so today is Saturday, the 10th of February, and guess what? My birthday is on the 13th of February. Aquarius boys in the building. I love, baby. So y'all know I'm hosting at Neptunes, and I'm hosting at Antihitos in North New Jersey on the 15th, which is Thursday. So I would love for y'all to come check me out, come vibe with me, and um, just come celebrate with me. And like I said, I truly appreciate y'all for tuning in with me. Y'all go join the YouTube, Dion Music. Y'all go join the, um, the podcast, the live podcast on YouTube, Boy Meets World, the podcast. All right. And until the next episode, I am your host, Dion Music. This is the Boy Meets World podcast. And you already know hey 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 what not